Sports Talk with Reg and Brandon, episode two, the new podcast. Brandon, man, we did it. We back here. We got a good show for you guys. Going to talk some MLB, uh, Rob Manfred making threats, some NBA talk, the Lakers uh, securing the number one seed, first time in six years making the playoffs. What's going on, Brandon, man? How you feeling? Good, man. Good, man. Dude, did you happen to catch the Suns game? Nah, dude. What, what happened? What's going on? Bro, Devin Booker went off today, and he hit the game-winning shot against the uh, the Clippers. It was crazy. So, so, so no uh, elite uh, elite wing defense from uh, Kawhi or PG. No, nah, man, like, and that, that, that's the thing too. He hit, he hit the shot over both of them too. That was the craziest part. Wow, wow, man, that, that, that's. That's crazy. And, and you know, um, the thing that's interesting about, man, Phoenix, what we got to keep an eye on, you know, they got a shot, man. You know, they, they got a shot, you know, um, to get that last eighth spot. They um, do. You know, in the playoffs, you know, they're a couple games back, about three three games back. But um, I don't know, bro. We'll see what happens. Um, but let's get into this MLB talk, man. Again, you know, Rob Manfred, you know, um, over the weekend, you know, he pretty much uh, – gave an ultimatum to the players, man. You guys got to get this uh, coronavirus situation under control or we're going to stop the game. And he uh, took that a step further by um, the MLB going to the TV network saying, hey, you know, you guys need to prepare uh, for alternative coverage. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, because a lot of people, they, they feel different about him. Like, they're, they're, they're kind of different. Some people are saying that there should have been a bubble, you know, other people are you're kind of saying, ah, well, that may not have been uh, feasible uh, for MLB at this point in the game. I, I think I'm kind of in that group. But what you think, man? Is like, is he blowing smoke or uh, is he serious? Man, I think I think he's serious. Um, mm. I mean, I, I mean, you look at what's going on in the MLB right now, team after team. Um, yeah. You know, people thought it was just first the Marlins and he came out and he said that you know they have it under control that it's it's not that um big of a deal I guess that's not quoting him but that's a, that's pretty much summarizing what he said um right but now he's come out and kind of threatened uh you know the players and you know mm-hmm. talked to the TV networks um mm-hmm. I think it's real I mean because what this is I'm not, I think it's like the fourth or fifth total team that's had a positive case. Not like it's an outbreak, but just at mm-hmm. least a positive case. And mm-hmm. like they've had to suspend the game and they have to think about ways that they're going to, you know, replay all those games to give everyone an equal shot. Um, it's, dude, I, I think it's serious. What do you think? Well, man, okay, so I think he's blowing smoke because um, the the, the fans want the game. I'm pretty sure MLB, they need the game. Um, They will really stop play. I mean, again, you know, a a lot of people, um, I I don't know, like a a lot of people, they they don't really think uh, he's done, you know, that great of a job. in, in terms of, you know, handling and preparing, uh, you know, the guys for, you know, this COVID-19 situation, mm-hmm. you know, that, that again, uh, thinking that, you know, well, the best uh, solution was for them to be in a bubble. Um, I, I, I don't believe that, th- that they would stop, it, stop the game because then the next question that I would ask if he did was, would be, what's the threshold for that? Like, what, what, like, what's the breaking point? Okay, we already have several teams that have um, that have contracted the virus within their clubhouse, right? Um, this, as you just stated, we've already had, you know, games being delayed or, you know, postponed, rescheduled. So, okay, so why are you going to stop it now? Well, are you waiting for, some, what, a team on the West Coast to catch it? Like, like what's... Like what is what is the breaking point? I think I think we're close to it to be honest. Um, but I, I think there's a 
a way to kind of let this chill out and then keep the season going. And that's that's have all the teams go on like a two-week temporary pause in the season mm. and kind of just resume it, you know, and uh, that and maybe set some more stricter guidelines on their travel and what they can do uh, yeah. when they're not doing baseball-related stuff. Just to, just so like I mean like for instance I mean they I mean they're rolling around tons of ideas of how they're going to make up some of the games and one of them was playing uh, seven inning double headers and you know but that's only going to work if those two you know the, the the team that that other team's playing is also missing a game as well like they have to right. also have to make up a game so those two teams play each other you know twice really quickly just to kind of cram in some games. But right. if all these teams are cascadingly just stopping their play, it's going to make for a funky schedule. So maybe like if this gets, uh, I don't know, maybe I, w- I would suggest just stopping it now for a little bit. But I would say maybe for them, they might wait for like another team or two yeah. to get an outbreak. I mean, I can't imagine what another another team getting like, you know, half roster infected and just like, like what? Like then be like, oh, okay. Well, we'll just stop to play for that one. I think they have to take it a little bit more seriously because, I mean, it almost like they elevated this one as well. Like they, mm-hmm. the Marlins one was kind of, uh, well, it's okay. We'll just you know stop playing for a little bit. Well, you know, we'll see the Phillies won't play for a little bit, and then like the Cardinals thing comes out, and then Manfred kind of sends a a warning to everybody. So maybe yeah. the next team that catches it, it'll be like, okay, that's it. Like we're pausing play or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, man. I, I hope not because, like, I, I hear you, but again, man, it's, I'm more of a mindset. Like, the hell with it, man. If if this group, if if you guys can't get it right now, I'm just gonna take the Marlins for example because they were the first ones um, with the big outbreak within their clubhouse. Right. I'm like. If, okay, look at the podcast, ready to eat. <laughs> but if, they can't, if they can't get it right, then, man, y'all can't play. Because it's not fair. It's not fair that, you know, 28 other, at, at one point it was 28 other teams. They were doing it right. You know, following protocol, doing things the right way. And here we are. Now, now we got a situation, you know, with the Cardinals uh, to where seven staffers, six players – has tested positive um, for the virus. Oh, yeah. And there's this little rumor going around that they like being in the clubs and all that stuff. I mean, we don't know if there's any truth to that. But, I mean, it, come on, man. We we kind of got on Miami. Like, hey, yeah. you, guys, you guys being down in Florida, what is it that you guys are doing? And I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just curious, man. Like, Again, I'm not all for um, I'm, I, I'm not all for for babysitting players. You know, I mean, I believe that they're grown men. You know, again, it's an unfortunate situation that we are dealing with. But at the end of the day, still remains: Do you guys want to play baseball or do you not? If you do, then you'll follow protocol. Because again, this is what you agreed to. Right. So, I mean, you're you're dealing with baseball every single day, whether it's practice games. All right. You get up, you go to the facility, you come home. If you're going to go get food, take out, whatever, get it to go, man. Go home. I mean, again, it's an unfortunate situation. Our lifestyles are going to change a little bit. We got to make those sacrifices. Right. But again, that is if you want to play baseball. So, I mean, that's that's just my hard stance on it. You know, I, I really hope that, man, like this game, like it's like these things seem to be going well with, you know, with an exception of like these. Well, I don't even know if we can say one off at this point, but yeah, things seem to be you know going pretty well. You know, my Dodgers, Mookie Betts, you know, they looking good. I'm excited about my boys. I didn't like how they lost to the Padres last night. Whatever. So whatever. We'll deal with that later. But (laughs) (laughs) things are going well, man. Things are going well. I hate to see uh, a stoppage. I mean, you suggested, you know, maybe, you know, two weeks. 
I mean, you, you stop the game for two weeks. That's a lot to kind of make up on on the back end. Compiling, also adding on to um, the current games that have been uh, delayed thus far. Yeah, but so, that's okay. I mean, what? What's the big deal? Like they're gonna start. They're gonna play some baseball in November. Like, so what? Hey, hey, brother, hey, brother. TV networks, man. You got because look, okay. There's no. There isn't any um, preseason games going on with the NFL, but those games go by quick. You know what I mean? I mean, those weeks those weeks go by uh, relatively quick. And, and before you know it, boom, we're looking at uh, week one in the NFL. That is if, you know, they can, you know, get their stuff together and, and start on time. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, we this is something we, we have to really keep our eyes on this. Um I believe he's blowing smoke. He's just, you know, just trying to, you know, light a fire under the ass under the players. Hey, man, follow protocol. Let's get it right. You think he's serious, and you think that there is, there could be a potential delay? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That, I mean, let's that's, that's, go ahead. I mean, for 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 me, I, I hope so. I mean, I want them to play the season because, like, you're really excited about your Dodgers, but like, yes. I'm excited about my O's. Second in the AL East. I mean, for for as an O's oh. fan, that's rarity, man. Like that's gold, and I gotta capture that, and I want to keep that going. If we stop play, that could just end our our hot streak. So I'm even worried about. So I'd rather us play the season because I haven't. The O's haven't had a winning record. I, like I don't even know when. It's been probably two years since they've sported a nice winning record of a positive two games. So mm. like like this this to me right here, even though being like what like five and three, dude, yeah, I, I love it. I love it already. Yeah. So I'm I'm pro season. So whatever they gotta do to have the season, like I'm for it. And if that's a two week stoppage, and even if that hurts my O's hot streak, so be it. But I want baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, man, we'll see. Um, you know, I mean, as as we said before, you know, in the you know the last episode, I mean, sixty games. You know, I, I and yes, it is okay. It's, it's it's a little early, right? You know, we we haven't got to that that ten to fifteen mark just yet. But this is a season to where, man, you cannot afford to start behind. You know what I mean? If if, if you're going to be a team that's contending for a title, you got to get you know fly out the gate and you got to do it now. Um, you know. That's my take on it. But, um, again, man, we'll see. We'll keep our eyes on it. Um, we're going to cut to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into some NBA talk. Again, the Lakers securing the one seed for the first time. <laughs> first time in 10 years where they got the one seed and they won the championship that year. But it's the first time in six years that they're in the playoffs. Congrats to my boys. AD did his thing last night, man. Going 42 and 12 over the Jazz. What? Congrats to AD. Congrats. <laughs> I'm going to dial it back, man. We'll get back. <laughs> get this break. Okay. So we back. Lakers. Yeah, let's get into it, man. So, Brandon, so there's been a lot of, I'll just say, panic mm. with the Lakers, man. You know, they, you know, they, 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 they took a loss um, to the Raptors the other night. Um, then just before that, you know, they, they beat uh, the Clippers by two. And, and oh, this is this, this big panic. You know, with guys like Colin Coward and <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, you know. Uh, the talking Colin heads. Colin Coward. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the talking heads, you know, the guys that, you know, the personalities that got their shows. The and all skip balances like of the world. Guys. Yeah, you know. And um, they don't believe that the Lakers at this point have a championship Roster. I mean, let, I mean, let's let's just call it what it is. I think the biggest thing that a lot of people um, that they're starting to pinpoint is uh, the absence of Avery Bradley, um, their inability to defend the wing, those three pointers. Um, 
me being a homer, being a Lakers fan, I think different. Um, I think that uh, there has to, there is a lot to be said for a team to be in the top five in terms of defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a reason why they hire Frank Vogel. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts on it, man? We well, get into me, but what's your thoughts? How you well, feel? Well, well, I'll I'll just start out and say that any roster with LeBron James on it is a championship roster, no matter who else you put around it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he is the reason why I think that they're first in the West and that they've clinched their, um, you know, their first overall seed. Um, I know AD, everyone says AD top five player, probably the best player that he's played with so far, which I think is a discredit to D-Wade, but we'll, we won't even have to go there right mm-hmm. now. Um but 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 anyways, uh, man, I don't know. Now I'll I'll go to the panic situation. They beat the Clippers. I was happy. The Clippers always gave them a run for their money in the season. And mm-hmm. while yes, Avery Bradley saved them in their last you know the last game of the real season, I guess. Um, and he was the main reason why they won. Uh, but I don't know. They I think they needed to win the game against the Clippers just to you know to keep the momentum going because if they lost without Montrez and Lou, um, they they wouldn't have looked very good. I guess it would have been a maybe are they having a slow start? But the fact that they won, um, even though it was close, I mean it's whatever. It's basketball, so games are close sometimes, anyways. But they were able to really. Uh, take over that game and, and you know and win uh, right but with the with the Rockets game I don't know not the Rockets the Raptors game sorry uh, mm-hmm. I don't know man I mean I know that the Raptors are you know harassic park with their you know with of all their players but I mean losing to it's one it's, it's a couple things it's, it's it's not like you're losing to the Bucks and Giannis um, even though the Bucks right. aren't really getting started off to a good, good start to the season, but uh, right. the, the 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 Raptors are an East team. They they, they don't have that star player, um, and I think they they should have they should they shouldn't have haven't lost as much as they did, right? You know, like they mm-hmm. they had to. They had to make, at least make it competitive. Maybe they were tired, just having playing a tough game against the Clippers. Whatever, but I mean, they they pretty much got wiped off the floor in the fourth quarter. Um, right. But they came back and they played well against the Jazz, which you know I think the Jazz are a very soft team, but um, it's kind of mm. like a like oh. a must win. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Defense, oh. Oh. They got they got Rudy Gobert, defensive soft. player of the year, but I think they're overall soft team, man. I, I don't. He says. He says soft. S O F capital T. Soft. Soft. Soft, bro. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that was just like a, I will win. I mean, oh, come on. The Jazz, are you really serious about that? Like, like they, they, wow. they're not that good. They're kind of like a false good. Everyone kind of preseason thought they weren't going to be that good and they kind of stayed competitive. But, I mean, when it comes down to playoff time, do you really think that anybody in the West they're going to win a series against? Anybody? They got a shot. No, they, no. They, they they got a shot. I mean, they're there. I mean, they, they got Spider-Man Mitchell. No. Come on now. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, they're good. They're they're decent. They play good team basketball, but, like, you expect a yeah. team like the Lakers to beat them soundly. And it, it's almost like – you know how we view the how I view the Jazz at least how the Lakers should beat them. I view that the Lakers do the same thing to the Raptors, and so that's that kind of brings my concern to like the whole situation. Like AD had a terrible game against the Raptors, and then he had a tremendous game against the Jazz. And the Jazz apparently have a, you know an all-time defensive player that you know Rudy Gobert is so great, and AD does something like that. Meanwhile. Right. Like they play, I mean, I know that the Raptors are still pretty big, but I mean, why can't AD do that too? I don't know. 
I just it kind of concerns me because my concern with the with the Lakers is AD's you know whole thing. Like, is he consistently going to provide the numbers that he provided against the Jazz? Hmm. Uh, my thing is uh, okay to answer to answer that immediate question. Yes, I mean the dude can score. 35 at the snap of his fingers. I mean, let's just be honest. Well, why didn't he do it against the Raptors then? That wasn't a game they needed to win. And you could oh, tell. You could tell. I mean, could no, tell. come they, on, they started, they started out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. They started out the game a 13-0 deficit. The, yeah, the but first, how? They, they how, how do you even let that happen? Minutes. You have LeBron and AD on the court. How do you even let that happen? 13-0 deficit? Really? Check these numbers. Check these numbers. Anthony Davis, minus 17. LeBron James, minus 20. Danny Green, minus 11. Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, minus 27. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is a team that didn't care if they won or lost that game. It was a game that they didn't need to win. It was an Eastern Conference game. It has absolutely zero bearing on them securing the number one seed, which they did last night. They didn't need to, they didn't need to win that game. I mean, let's be honest. Do we expect to see the Raptors um, Eastern Conference? I don't know. They could. They, they, they very well could. But for the most part, I mean, we, we expect we expect that to be um, uh, Milwaukee uh, walking away with the Eastern Conference title. We, I mean, I, I, I think that's a reasonable expectation at this point. Um, but back to the to, to the Lakers. My thing is, I, I look at them. I look at when they go big. Now everybody keeps saying, "Okay, what? Well, yeah, what? What is small ball?" And 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 and, and all that stuff is great, Houston, whatever. <laughs> but when I when you look at the Lakers, big they're bigs, they're all athletic. JaVale McGee, he's going to give you about thirteen to fifteen a night, thirteen fifteen minutes per night. Mm-hmm. That's an athletic big. Dwight Howard, that's an athletic big. Anthony Davis, an athletic big that can score from anywhere on the court. True, right? You know, so my thing is, if, if I'm Frank Vogel, going into these playoffs, man, I use that to my strength, right? I mean, I'm talking about a closing lineup of LeBron. I, I would like to see Kyle Kuzma uh, get some more. I mean, he's getting minutes, but I think he's got to get more touches. I mean, I mean, he, he's kind of, he's he looked really good in the scrimmages. He's looked good in these, um, uh, and uh, and two of the you know the uh, the eight regular season games you know that we're wrapping up thus far he, he's looked good. I mean he you, you kind of see that he's starting to I guess hit his stride. Whereas you know earlier in the year I mean he he kind of struggled you know trying to find his way. I, I think he's starting to come along, and I think he can be a guy that the Lakers could count on you know scoring you know somewhere between you know eighteen to twenty two. Uh, for them, you know, um, heading into the postseason. Also, man, Deion Waiters, bro. Like, Deion Waiters is a legit score in this league. And, I mean, he he got some dog in him defensively. I know everybody wants to talk about the Clippers, right? Lakers lost to the Raptors. First thing they're saying, okay, well, there's this fear of – they can't play with the Clippers. Let me, let, let, let me be honest with you, bro. The, when the Lakers go big, the Clippers don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. I, I know they do. don't. I know. I know they don't have Montrez Harrell, but I'm sorry. Six foot eight Montrez Harrell is. <laughs> he's not. He's not touching Anthony Davis. You know, a guy that can score thirty five in a sleep. And everybody wants to talk about Chicken Wing Lou Williams wasn't there because we only beat them <laughs> by three by two points. Yeah, well, 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 why was that? Because Montrez and, and Lou Williams wasn't there. Okay, well, how about this? How about these stats for you? The last two meetings, you want to know what Lou Williams did? A total of 13 points, four for seven from shooting. He ain't giving you shit on a defensive end. Give me a break with that. Now, I understand, you know, a big part of that was, you know, Avery Bradley's presence there defensively, you know, being that um, – uh, that defender on the wing, but you still got guys like Danny Green, 
who's an uh, who's a good defender. I won't say you were about to say elite. You were about to say elite. I was going to stop. He's right there, sir. He's he's a a good defender. He's still a good quality defender, and and he helped Toronto win that title last year. He'd start uh, making some shots. Yeah, he made some uh, quality shots. Time timely shots. Got to start doing that consistently with us. Otherwise, you going you may see playoff Rondo start coming in and chipping and taking away some of his minutes. Uh, Rondo and uh, Dion Waiters. Um, but yeah, you got uh, so Danny Grant and also Alex Caruso, man. Like Caruso, like Alex, yeah. Like I mean, it's like he, okay, he, he's not a guy that's gonna um, knock down. He, he's a combo guard, so he's not gonna knock down a lot of shots. But he's a he's a guy that can handle he can handle the ball for you and he's a scrappy defender. You know, like remember like Josh Hart um last year with the Lakers, you know, that, that guy that that's just gonna go after those loose balls, you know, um get in between, you know, you know, get his hands up in, in that passing lane, you know, try to make force uh you know uh, the offense to make it difficult passes. Alex Caruso is that guy. I mean, he can he can make it really um Difficult for you. He's kind of like that um, that Matthew Delavadova type. Okay, okay. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. He, he, yeah. He, 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 he he's a little bit more athletic than Delavadova. Oh, far. Yeah, yeah, definitely by far. But just from a from a defensive standpoint, you know, just just being that headache, he can be that kind of guy, man. So I, I just think it's it, it's too early, man. Again, you know, the panic with the Lakers, when you look at those numbers, yes, it didn't look good. Do you want more consistency from <clears throat> from Anthony Davis? Yes. Yeah. But if they go if they go big, I'm telling you, man, there isn't a team in the league that can touch them. You can try that small ball stuff, Houston, all you <laughs> want, but it's not going to work because they, they're just going to dictate tempo. The Lakers do that better. They when they dictate tempo with LeBron James at point guard, I just can't. I just don't see anybody beating them. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It the consistency consistency thing is really big for me with them. Um, I I honestly, when I tune in to watch them, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of concerned about some of the players. It seems like somebody is always having an off night. It, the whole team isn't gelling together i think that when if that team was able to you know if if everyone was hitting on all cylinders lebron was was putting up his his usual numbers ad was having an excellent night kuzma was chipping in with with what you want like his 18 20 man they will be crushing everybody okay but the thing is is that one of the three are always off and lebron's normally the more consistent one obviously but like, I mean, the nights that AD and Kuzma are both on, those are blowout games. Um, and those are games mm-hmm. you know the Lakers are going to win. But then there's, which, I mean, I could be wrong with the majority of the games. that, But I feel as if the majority of the games, one of them are off. And it almost takes good defense, which they have, to keep them into the game. So at yeah. the one of them, when it comes crunch time, can eventually take over the game, which they only put the ball in LeBron's hands and say, can you please do it for us? And he does. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. The consistency thing, I'm not sure, man. It's 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 worrisome for me, but, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I try not to lose perspective. I mean, let's, let's do a four and a half month hiatus. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, they get I mean, they, I mean, they're it, dry. They're, they're rusty yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you got you got you got um, Jr. You got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You, you st- you're still working your way with um, with Dion Waiters, and then I mean they're expecting Rondo to come back. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming second round. I, I am. Yes, it has to be that second round because. We can't go into. I mean, okay. I'm, I don't mean to jump the gun, but you know, put the cart before the horse. But we gonna be in the Western Conference Finals against the Clippers. Let's just let's just stamp that right now. We will be there. We will be in the WCF. What I would hate to see is that Rondo comes back that series against the Clippers, right? Mm. Because then you know it's going to take a little bit of you know playing shape with him, um, and then also you know chemistry too. 
right? Uh, again, you know, we missed some time and then you miss even more, you know, eight more weeks, you know, with the injury, uh, you know, then you got to get used to guys like Dion and JR, you know what I mean? Yeah, that no. be a I lot. think it, I think that'd be too late. He'd have to play some real yeah. restricted minutes. I think yeah. round two out, because I think it's two round one's too early for him to come back. But if he came back round two, because to play, yeah, get back up the ball speed, like he would be a good contributor in the Western Conference Finals. But yeah, if he comes in, if he's ready to play in Western Conference Finals, I think he should play very limited minutes and only be there in case somebody gets hurt. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, you, you never know, man. Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel loves the guy. I no. mean, <laughs> yeah, but um, keep an eye on that. You know, again, you know, the Lakers clinched the one seed. Um, happy for my boys, but but Brandon, that number two seed, mm. that's interesting, man. You got the Clippers. What are they doing? Are are, are they going to continue load managing? Um, <laughs> Houston, they're sitting there uh, two and a half back. Oh, yeah, Denver, they're a game back as well, man. Like, which, what are your thoughts, bro? Like, how, how you feeling? Oh, man. Uh, I think it's a close race, obviously. Um, the Rockets, the, I'm really rooting for them to take that two seed away. Um, I'm anti-Clippers for some reason. I don't understand why. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, I feel that way. It's like sometimes you just like have the players on the team, you put them together, and like you're like, man, I don't really like that team. But I'm a huge Paul George yeah. fan, so this is it's just an odd feeling. But I, you know, I'm really. I think what it is, I think it's Patrick Beverly, man. I, I'm just anti Patrick <laughs> Beverly. The, the, okay, the okay. year, the year, the, the year he ran into Russ's knee and like took Russ out of the playoffs. I've been, I've been yeah. so anti Patrick Beverly. That I, I just I can't root for the Clippers like at all, uh, and now that Russ is on the Rockets, I mean, court it's like I have to root for the Rockets to take over that spot because it's like a fuck you to him, you know. But <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just I don't know. Um, the Clippers, like I I, I I bring up that load managing um, comment because I mean, like I, I think that's a reasonable. I think that that's a reasonable assumption, you know. I mean, you still you got Kawhi Leonard, um, you know, you know he's, he's still dealing with the quadricep. Uh, again, you know, I, I think that's going to be something um, that he's, he's going to have to be managing for the rest of his career, you know. Um, I mean, the Clippers I'm, don't look I'm, that good. I mean, the Pelicans. No, they don't. The, the Pelicans are they're not that they're not that good of a team, I'd say. And like the Clippers, mm. the Clippers really didn't look that. I mean, besides PG hitting those threes at the end of the game, like they look great against the Lakers. And like, I mean, would you consider losing to the Suns a bad loss? Um, any loss right now in the bubble, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad loss, but you don't want to be a team. You don't want to be in there. Um. You, you don't want to be in there uh, losing games, you know, particularly if, if it's a game that you feel that, that, that you have to win. Again, now I'm, I'm prefacing my conference, uh, my comments carefully, excuse me, because I just said that, well, uh, the Lakers, they're a different story. You know, the game against the Raptors, that was it. That was a game that they didn't need no, you're to just win. just fitting the narrative is what you're doing. But this, but this, these are, if I'm the Clippers, um, we were looking at what, maybe what, five games left to go. Yeah. I mean, they can easily fall back to four. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, they can fall back to fifth, maybe. I don't think the Thunder will have a chance, but the uh, but the Jazz. I don't think the Jazz look uh-huh. good. So I think fourth is the deepest they'll go. But I mean, they they have a they can they can keep falling back if they go on a losing streak. Um, right. But, but I think the Nugget the Nuggets, man. I mean, being one game back, they can really. Uh, make this competitive, you know, um, because I, I look, so, it looks like the Clippers and the Nuggets play the same amount of games, so their winning percentage will fit correctly together. Yeah. So okay. So you mentioned the Nuggets. <laughs> okay. So, are you small ball or tall ball fan? What, what, how, how you feeling? I, I'm thinking you're more small ball guy. 
<laughs> well, I'll have to say, man, I love Bull Bull, okay? And I love seeing him on the court and what he can do. So I'm a fan of tall ball. However, I'm pro small ball in this case. Um, you know, you saw it the other night. You know, the Rockets, they, they performed very, very well. Um, James Harden went off. Um, you know, it was a very, very competitive game against the Bucks. You know, the beat the, the beat yeah. the, the beat the Bucks. It was, um, you know, that's Giannis. Yeah, and Giannis had a pretty decent yeah. game. And, and you know, on top yeah. of that, you know, Harden, Harden, man, he he stopped Giannis for the final. You know, caused a couple turnovers, stopped Giannis for the, you know the final seconds. You know, and Harden doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Not known for playing the defense either. So. I'd say if small ball starts playing defense, watch out because you know they put up. Did you know they put up? They, or they? I don't know how many threes they put up, but I think they missed forty threes playing the the uh, Bucks, and they still beat them. So like no. they they just put up shots, man. And if 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 Harden is on, it's over. They'll beat anybody, anybody. So. I'm pro small ball, I think, over tall ball. Uh, but I do like the Nuggets tall ball. It's fun to watch. Bull ball point guard. That's so much fun. But but what, <laughs> what, are are you are you a uh, tall ball here or small ball? Um, I am. Hmm. To be honest, I'm. I I really don't have no preference. I'm I'm, I'm kind of indifferent, right? Um, I like the bigs, but you, you got to be athletic. When I mean by athletic. Uh, you can't have. I'm honest. I'm, I'm not even that big. You want Lakers athletic, being. right? You want Lakers yeah, athletic. Yeah, I, 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 I want Lakers athleticism. Guys that can really get up and down the floor. You know, I know, like let's say Philly for example. Um, you know, I know Joel and B. You know, he has that ability to, you know, to, to shoot that three ball. But he's not. He, he's not. He's not a guy that. Um, you know, okay, he can play 94 feet consistently up and down that floor because you can see it's particular man i mean the guy has a history of of back issues right so i mean that's i i don't know with um if i had like a guy like joel and b man if 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 i want to be playing with tempo running up and down the floor i think he asserts his dominance um when they're more in half court sets posting up and also at times you know he can space out and you know, and again, shoot that three ball. Jo- um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid for the Sixers. For the Sixers, I think he is. I think he is best served um, in half court in a half court <laughs> offense. When oh. they're when they're when they're when they're running up and down the floor, man, you can you can just tell, man, like that that guy can't. He can't. He can do it, but he can't do it uh, consistently. But but where the, where the Sixers at right now? But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before that, do you think Joel Embiid is like relational to Jokic at all? In what way? Like, cause cause you know the tall ball versus the small ball. You know, tall ball. I know the the Sixers are tall, but small. Uh, the tall ball is basically you know the the Nuggets. It's like their roster is a bunch of big, huge guys. And mm-hmm. uh, like Bull Bull was pretty athletic. I know, well, like Mason Plumlee is not that athletic, but Jokic, man, Jokic, he hits the threes. He hits crazy shots, man. And he he slimmed down for the bubble. Like he seems pretty athletic. So I mean, and he seems like he can run more than just the uh, half court sets. He brings up the ball sometimes. So there, I mean, I think the Nuggets a little bit more athletic, right? Yeah, but but here's the thing though. Okay, you can be athletic and you know tall ball, but can you get out there and say if I'm I'm, I'm playing a team like Houston and um you know you know we're hitting it from three, right? Can I get out there and defend? I, I think that's that usually presents uh, the biggest I want I want to say question uh, challenge, but I'll say question mark. Okay, well, can we perimeter defend? Right, like a uh, like a team like the Clippers, okay. um, that try to play it, that try to play as big as they can you know, with limitations, but they can defend uh, that three ball really well. I don't know. I, I guess, like I said, I, I, I'm more indifferent, and it really depends on the matchup. I don't want to necessarily say that I'm 
um, um, pro uh, pro um, small ball and not big ball, uh, tall ball, but um, the Raptors are tall ball pretty much. They're all athletic though, like Siakam, like that's a, that's an athletic dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, so you're saying they're you're saying the Raptors are a really good team then in that case because you like athletic bigs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I like Toronto. The, no, I mean, no wonder you would say that because the Lakers just lost to them. So, so what is that the <laughs> like, No wonder it all yeah. makes sense now. Like you probably think they're the best in the East, but <laughs> whatever. I mean. I think I think, I mean, in, in, in terms of the East, I th- it's Milwaukee. I mean, Giannis is going to win MVP. We I mean, we know this. He's probably going to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year as well. Um, I think the East. I think it's Milwaukee's to win. Okay. Will Toronto challenge them? Sure. Will, will, will Toronto put up um, a good fight against them? Yeah, no, no doubt. But I, I'm I'm going to go with. If I had to pick today, I'm going to go with Milwaukee. But um, again, as far as you know, the uh, the tall versus small. Again, it, it really depends on the matchup because I will say as well, my argument against Houston. Okay, well they defend, but can they do it consistently, right? Yeah. And then on know. top of that, when you're when you're playing small ball, can, can you have to hit those shots consistently? And the one thing about Houston, when they are not, or in Mike D'Antoni's system, when they are not hitting threes. They're dead in the water. We've seen it for the last two years with that group. Okay, hold on. If you, yeah, you know, if you miss, if you miss forty threes in a game, would you consider them dead in the water? Uh, man, it depends on who they play, man. The Bucks. I mean, if, I mean they, if, they're playing the Bucks. They're playing the Bucks. Was that a game that Milwaukee needed to win? I mean, that was the game that they just played. Did they, did they need to win that game? Though? No, but you know, man, Giannis is in this mode where like he is not—he's not trying to lose any game at all, like regardless of the situation. Every time I see him play, he's going full hundred percent. So, and you know, the Rockets—they—they're in a well, I wouldn't call it a need to win situation, but you know, as we're talking, they're trying to get the two seed, so they're playing tough. But bro, I mean, they beat—they beat the the number one seed in the East. By missing forty threes, and they still won. So I mean, that's something, you know. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and, and you got to give them credit. I don't want to take. I don't want to take anything away from them. Is this? Can they do it consistently? I mean, and, and and I say, okay, you miss that many threes. What are the odds that you, that you're going to get away with that in the I mean, postseason? I would I mean, say they don't get real. away with it against the Clippers. Just due to the Clippers' defense, because I think they can defend the three very well to even force the Rockets to maybe yeah. not even put up as many threes. Um, but yeah. I mean that—that's. I mean, I know you like the tall ball, of the Lakers, and how they're at, or not necessarily their tall ball, but you know their athletic bigs. But the way the small ball works is spreading out the defense, and when you put bigs out on an island out against on the perimeter it makes them very vulnerable and it just allows players like Westbrook and Harden to cut into the lane and you know put a nice easy layup or dunk on them so there's some they they play this unique style to where they're like the anti of every other team in the league in a way to where it may work sometimes and they kind of just started it before the season you know stopped in in March but uh, and now we're seeing it again, and, and yeah. dude, they're on fire again. So, I mean, the only thing is that Harden, he kind of shrinks in the playoffs. So I don't know how far necessarily Houston could could go into the playoffs, just due to the fact that when the when the, the light is really on him, he kind of just falters. Unless it's mm-hmm. in the middle of the regular season, and he's trying to go for his like 15, 30 point game in a row. Then you know he'll hit it. He'll hit his thirty points. But like if it's real crucial crunch time, I don't know. And and you know I when I watched him when he was at OKC, he and he we really needed a layup from him. Like it would just roll right off the rim, and it would seem to happen that a lot. Uh, so 
I don't know. I, I, it may it maybe just you know we could just be experiencing a regular season phenomenon. You know, maybe when you start seeing game series, small ball will start to not work because after game three, they figure it out and you know the de- the other team's defense takes over. But right now, man, I I'm kind of happy that it's working because it makes for some exciting basketball. You know, the game they played against the Mavericks pretty entertaining going back and forth mm-hmm. like that. Even though that game, like you said, you know, the Rockets sus- suspect on defense sometimes and that game was no defense. Um, but, but you know, man, it was a fun game to watch. So, I'm all for small ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, okay. Well, but here's another thing. When I said you live and die by the three, that game, right? Houston over Milwaukee. Milwaukee shot what twenty six percent from three. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's bad. Man, nine and thirty five. Man, that's that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But again, man, I mean, they're they're five. I mean, they, they have the one seed. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a lock. I mean, they're they're five games ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, right uh, ahead of um ahead of the uh, the two spot. So I mean, it's, yeah, was it really? See- was it really a game that they uh, needed to win? No, but you kind of look at it in the way like the Lakers. Like you still would prefer them to win rather than lose, obviously, just yeah. for you know being consistent on how you're performing. But you know that that's just another topic for another day about the Bucks because you know Chris Middleton is hella suspect. Okay, and I and when you give yes. me that 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 that, <laughs> that three point stat, the first thing that goes to my mind is. I wonder how Chris Middleton did, like, because he is really that that statistic yeah. you know, for that three point percentage. So you know, but the yeah. Bucks, the Bucks are a different story. But you know, the Rockets. I think the small ball, the small ball. I think it's the better than the tall ball right now. It looks better. Just off of the. Just, Rock- I mean, the Rockets are our only sample size right now. Because no other team really runs oh small, small Okay, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? I'll give you a good example. The the when the Warriors run the Hampton Five, okay, they're all small. Draymond's the biggest guy on the court. I mean, that was when you know back you know back when everyone was healthy. Okay, but you say you say Hampton's Five though. But guess what? All five of those jokers could shoot consistently. Uh, yeah, but I mean the the. Consistently, well, okay, well, 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 maybe not, maybe not three. <laughs> yeah. Okay, four to five. I mean, you got, hold you on, got three Andre... sharpshooters and Katie no, no, playing no, no. step. No, hold on. What? I, I think the the Hamptons. I think that was before. Um, I could have been during Katie's time, but Andre Iguodala's out there, man. Don't don't give Andre Iguodala that much credit as a shooter. He's that's, that was that was the Hamptons five because they went to the Hamptons. To oh yeah, okay. Katie. Well, listen, listen. Yeah. Katie out there, yes. Steph out there, yes. Clay out there, yes. But bonafide sharpshooters. But you have two defensive juggernauts that are small. Okay, as in Andre Iguodala and and Draymond. But with the with the Rockets, I mean. Dude, man, PJ Tucker. I like PJ Tucker. I think he does pretty good defensively. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you got one through five. And I I mean, I think that I think that's like kind of like a a Draymond esque style player because he can he can shoot the ball too. Sometimes he can, you know, go inside. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think that honestly, I think the key for them is if if you know James can stay consistent, but Westbrook. Can he hit his shots timely? You know, I think James performing the way he is, Westbrook can um, play a little bit more in his game, which is more mid-range. And I think in OKC, trying to make him play a little three a little bit more. Um, but, but you yeah. know, his game's a little mid-range right now, and he's performing pretty well as well. If those two can click together, it doesn't matter what type of defense they're playing. They're going to win the game. Right. Well, I mean... We'll see. I mean, I mean, Houston is Houston's. They, they, they're playing. They're playing good basketball. I mean, just looking at uh, PJ Tucker, you know, the other night. I mean, he, I mean, he, he kind of struggled from the perimeter. And I don't know what is it. Is it something just about this bubble where you know guys are just having 
Um, like they stepping out of bounds and stuff like that. Like they, they're not all that comfortable with depth the perception, man. It's perception, but, I think it has to be. Yeah. It's all different. Everything's so enclosed yeah. on them. They're used to playing a little bit more space around them, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, he came out. He came out of out of um, halftime and I think what hit uh, two, yeah, three yeah. corners in a row. So yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, we'll. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what Houston. I, I, but I, I do think it's interesting, man. Like, you know, I, I think they'll have a shot. You know, to, to slide up in that two spot. Um, but we keep our eyes out on it. So we're gonna come back, uh, take a little break, come back. Pelicans, the Blazers, the Spurs, the Suns. What are they gonna do? The AFC. I mean, you're talking a five-team race. The Grizzlies currently got that last spot. Ja Morant see, man. We're going to see, you know, who's going to be the last man standing. Alright. So we back. The final segment. The eighth seed. You got Portland, San Antonio, the Pels, Phoenix, the Grizzlies, holding the A spot or trying to hold it down. Um, this is interesting. This is a five-team race that I honestly believe that it's going to literally come down to the very last mm. game. The very last game. I mean, I think New Orleans, they're trying to make a push. Um, but, I mean, they, they kind of slide in the standings too. But, I mean, they, they still have they still have some time, but uh, not a whole lot of wiggle room. Um, Brandon, man, how, how uh, I think it's gonna be a good race too, man. Uh, I really think that it, it might come down to the last game. It might come down. It might be settled a little bit earlier if the Grizzlies can kind of win some games, but they don't look good at all right now. Um, kind but hey, it kind of yeah. speaks to my point yeah. earlier. You know, so even the good teams that are losing some of the games, like it, it all, you have to look good right now. You know, and if the Grizzlies don't look good, then they're going to continue to lose games. Um, and that, that opens the door for the rest yeah. of the four, you know, to come on in there. Um, but, you know, you spoke on the Pelicans. Uh, they might have a shot, you know. Uh, Why? Because no, of Zion? No. Because of Zion? No, the schedule is kind of weak. The schedule is kind of weak. But I'll say the team with the best shot, in my opinion, mm. is the Blazers. I, I, I like that they got Nurkic back. Um, you know, I like mm-hmm. the Mel addition that they had in the season. Um, I think that 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 Dame yeah. and CJ are playing well together. Um, you know, I think that they are the more mm-hmm. complete team out of all the teams that are in the competition. And if the Grizzlies keep losing, yeah. that's it. But I think it's up for grabs. Um, you know, I like the Suns. I think they're uh, a unique team. I, I think they're an exciting team to watch. You know, Devin Booker tonight, you know, shoot, hitting that game-winning shot like he did. You know, that stuff's exciting to watch. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to see how they do in the in the seasons to come with their young roster. But, yeah, this season they not, might not be able to get there. Uh, you know, we know the Kings. We don't even have not discussed the Kings or mentioned them this entire time, but they they're not even they're not even in this, yeah. man. Um but you know, I don't know. I, I you say it's a five team race. I think it's more of like a, a two team race. Okay. Hmm. Two team race. Okay. Well, man, I like Portland. Oh yeah, by the way, Portland over Houston, uh forty one thirty. Um, seven thirty-two uh, in the second quarter, but um, I like Portland. I mean, I, I, I'm just kind of confused. Like, damn, man, like, how did they get? Here? You know, I, you know, I understand. You know, the, the injuries and stuff like that. You know, and they acquired Melo. Ooh, you know, a little later good on. Good question. I mean, um, they, Nurkic was hurt. But Nurkic like, was hurt for all the season because yeah. he had that terrible leg injury, and I think that he he's a good big. Right. Pr- I mean, I don't necessarily like him. I guess as a a player really but he is useful to the Blazers um in a way that makes them mm-hmm. better um I guess it takes takes the load mm-hmm. off of Hassan Whiteside a little bit um you know when he can come out and take right. a breather a little bit more uh, uh I don't know the Blazers 
it's really su- surprising considering where they were was it last year or the year before being really competitive as like the four seed or something like that and now to be down here it is a little shocking um but dude the west is just so competitive you know so i mean it is i don't know i mean it look, is. if you look at it like the grizzlies have a, a losing record right now and they're gonna make the playoffs and that that does not mean that the west is weak it just they're cannibalizing each other you know uh but I think the, the the Blazers, the Blazers got a be- better chance. I think I think they're gonna overtake the Grizzlies. Okay, yeah, because I'm about to ask, so you really think, um, you really think the Grizzlies gonna hold up? My thing, I mean, Job ja Morant, man, though, like the way in which he plays, he yeah, he, he, he kind of oh, scares yeah. me, man. Well, I want to say, I want, I I, I want to say scared, but. It, it, it draws concerns. Like, every time you know, he's driving to the bucket, you know, making an explosive play, mm-hmm. he's falling on the floor. Like, man, like, did you not watch, you know, clips of, you know, D-Wade, you know, in his early years in Miami? D-Rose, and man. D-Rose. Not a, yeah, yeah, D-Rose, Chicago. That, that's another guy, man. Like, you know, very explosive players, but they both had knee issues, you know, knee problems. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, he's... He's kind of um, he, he's young, and I get it. You know, you want to use that explosiveness. You know, you mm-hmm. jump out the gym, but um, yeah. Also, you know, you, you gotta think about you know that longevity too. You know, um, you want to be around the game. You know, a lot longer. You know, and into you know, going into your fourteenth, uh, fifteenth you know, year, you know, you want to make it to that point. And um, hopefully, you know, by then, you know, he he may have a chip or at least plan for a chip um, at that point. But I I just don't know if, if, uh, if he's going to do that just by, by, by the way he's playing right now. And I get it. He's young, you know, he's young. Um, You know, this is all new to him. Um, You know, he's still learning, you know, I, I, I get it want to get into the Pelicans and the reason why I say that because you got Zion there and it kind of seems like um, you know he's that guy that the NBA is looking to take over or to be that next face once retired Mm -hmm. right so but bigger than that Brandon Ingram I mean that's that's supposed to be um, you know the best guy on the court, you know, I mean, that, that was the guy that, you know, and everybody was talking about, you know, when he came out, um, you know, he drew uh, comparisons, you know, to Kevin Durant, you know, second overall pick, um, you know, by the Lakers, you know, with the Lakers. So um, my only thing with, with Ingram, and, and he stepped up, you know, he came up big, um, you know, the other night in the game against uh, Memphis, but B.I., he's got to be consistent, you know, I mean, he really didn't show up, you know, with the Clippers. I mean, it was just an awful night. I mean, the Clippers, the defensive, they were really bad defensively. I think what Clippers had was 67-something points like that at mm-hmm. halftime. I mean, it, 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 the whole team, they just kind of seemed just yeah. ejected there. Um, but but how about even before that, like the loss against the Jazz, man? Like, yeah, like, I mean, he, he had a good game. And they fell apart against points. the Jazz. But what do you – yeah. What do you do in the fourth quarter? I mean, when you're shooting, when you only score 14 points and, um, you, you know, only shooting 16%, you know, um, from the field, that's, that's that's not good enough, you know? Um, you know, he's got to be that, based on the way he plays, he's got to be that guy, man. Get to the free throw line. That's how you close. When you look at guys like, um, you know, some of the historic closers in our game, um, the D. Wade's, the Kevin Durant's, uh, the Kobe Bryant's of the world. You know, those guys, you know, obviously Jordan, but I mean, he, he probably really didn't see Jordan that much. But, you know, those, you know, those other three guys that I named, they were really great at getting to the free throw line, hitting those shots, and closing the game, you know, being aggressive. And I think that's what um that's what what I what I would want to see more from uh, from BI going forward in these um, you know these these last few games you know heading into the playoffs. Uh, I think if that if he can do that, be more aggressive at the cup 
Um, Memphis, they, I, 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 they have a shot. They have a shot. You know, I mean, they, they're sitting here, they're, they're two and a half back. I think right now they're, they're what, what, the ninth, the ninth spot. Um, no, you know, a little further than that. Um, they, they'll have a shot, man. But it's going to take Brandon Ingram being more aggressive um, at the cup and settling less um, on so, the So I have uh, a quick question because news – News that uh, just actually just came in is that uh, Jaron Jackson of the Grizzlies is out for the rest of the season with meniscus tear, um, and and in these so far in these wow. three seeding games that Memphis played, he's averaged twenty five three points wow. for the Grizzlies. So I think that makes it even easier for the other teams under Memphis to uh, to catch them. You know, does that change? Yeah. Does that change your opinion at yeah. all for the, the New Orleans to be able to get in there? Do you think it makes it a little bit easier knowing that Memphis's second, you know, second best player really is is out? Yeah, I do. I mean, because so who's who's the next guy, right? I mean, you you're looking at Memphis. They're all, they're a young team as it is. You know, they're not a team that um, that is you know, used to being in the playoffs, you know, year in and year out. Um, you know, they're not like Utah. They're not like Houston. Um, you know, Denver has been pretty good um, over the, you know, over the last few years. But Memphis is young, man. So, you know, the fact that, you know, that, that they're here at, you know, at this point uh, in the season, um, it's surprising. But, no, nah, I mean, I, I, I think the road, I think the road is just even tougher now because again the question becomes okay well who becomes that second guy for uh, you know for John Morant and again me I'm always going to lean on the excited experience you know uh, with Dame Lillard mm-hmm. with CJ you know and the crew um, I'm going I'm going to go with Portland but it sounds like you we'll want see. New Orleans to get in there just from for the Lakers affiliation. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. You Give want that, that, that one through Give eight seed? Because I want that. I want that. I want that clean sweep because they know what's going to happen. If they they get in there at the eighth spot, if, if they get in there, it's a clean sweep. I want it's a clean sweep, and the reason why I want them because Josh Hart talking all this trash. You know, that's a, that's another thing that that kind of. I, I would say that, that, that that's kind of motivating me um, with uh, with the Pelicans. I don't think they'll get in, but it would be nice to see them in. But man, I I, I would really like to see LeBron just <laughs> man. Let me let me set the record straight for, for y'all dudes. I mean, because you got Brandon Ingram. Oh well, I had anxiety oh, issues and all that stuff playing in Los Angeles. That's real stuff, yeah. man. And then you got Josh Hart. Oh, <laughs> anxiety is real, it's, bro. Yeah, it's, it's 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 yeah, it's real shit. When you're the number two overall pick in your class, yeah, it's real shit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, my my, my thing is again. I mean, okay, I get it. You know, you're playing in Los Angeles. Uh, yes, that's pressure, you know. But you had a guy there, and um, you know, may he rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, if you paid attention, you know, throughout his career, I mean, the guy, the guy wasn't even old enough to sign um, his first contract. He had to, he had, he had to have his father do it for mm-hmm. him, you know, uh, to co-sign yeah. with him, right? Um, for him to be able, the way in which he handled. Uh, Los Angeles, man, it's it's a testament, right? But it's also it's it's, it's a, a textbook guide to how you should do it because he put all the other stuff on the uh, on the back end, right? All the uh, all the other stuff in terms of you know entertainment. You know, right now you know he was doing storytelling, um, his business, you know, with um, Kobe Inc. and you know the Mamba Academy and all this. All that stuff came later when he got to L.A. Man, it, it was just about mm-hmm. basketball. Right, and and, and I kind of feel like if you can do that, and I'm not saying that Brandon Ingram wasn't doing that, but just focus on basketball, bro. The biggest issue with Ingram was he was never available. He was never available. Yeah, you know, he, he was he was True. always hurt. True. Right. Um. So that so that's 
that's kind of my. I'm I'm not knocking the guy. Sounds like you're knocking the guy. That was. I just have an issue. Like, look, man, just because you got traded, like, like, bro, it's a business. I mean, shit. If it was me, I would have packed him, Lonzo, uh, Josh Hart. Fuck. They had seven players. <laughs> they had seven players on the roster that Magic Johnson was getting ready to trade for Anthony Davis, and they rejected it. <laughs> Del Dimps. But look, man, hell, I would have fucking packed their ass in an SUV and drove them to New Orleans my damn self if I was a damn general manager. But whatever, we'll leave that for, for another day, man. But that's just, that's just my whole thing is, man, there's a way, you know... You got to understand that, okay, hey, you you leave college early, man. You got to be ready to play a man's game, right? So I want to hear all this stuff about anxiety and, um, you know, the pressures of playing in Los Angeles. Like, okay, I mean, that's, 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 that's part of the game, man. True. That's part of the game. You're the number two overall pick. But all right, man, you know, it was a good show. Episode two in the books. Um, Marks, man, anything you want to oh, add, man. bro? Just I want everyone to, you know, watch some playoff hockey whenever they get some time. Uh, you know, my beloved Canes are uh, 2-0 and in their series against the Rangers right now. And currently they're playing uh, their, their third game and it's tied 1-1. to So I hope they win. They can move on to the next round. But, uh, yeah, everybody, please watch some playoff hockey. It's so much fun. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely, man. You know, the NHL, you know, they're, they're doing some, uh, some good things, you know. Um, for me, as an African-American male, man, you know, I appreciate, um, you know, the guys, you know, that, um, you know, decided, you know, to take a stand. And um, not necessarily say protest, you know, the national anthem, you know, or, or, or the flag. You know, we understand that, you know, those things are are dear to us. But um, I appreciate, you know, them understanding that, hey, you know, you know, we have some issues, um, you know, that we have to work out, you know, in our country. And uh, they, they really show their support to that, man. So, so definitely, man, sh- big shout out, man, to, uh, to the NHL on that. Um, but on that note. Episode two of the books.